here we are again. Another week, another episode of the Jake and Joe Show. Welcome to episode 77. I'm Jake. I'm Joe. And we're coming at you this week from a very special location. My apartment. What? Tell them why. All right. Well, because, well, oh, I see what you're saying. Tell them why. Primarily because of me being out of work way earlier than you. But for entertainment, it's because we want to play World of Warcraft as soon as possible. What's World of Warcraft, Jake? It's a game. What type of game? It's a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Is it fun? It's so fun that you'll find yourself addicted to it quite easily. Do you know how many hours of World of Warcraft I played this past weekend? I kept track. Or Um, rather, my computer kept track. 18 hours. 32. What? Yes. That's insane, Joe. That is insane, Jake. For someone who just started playing. Yeah. (laughs) Help me. So, yes, it's true. I've mentioned it a couple times. I kind of made jokes about me fishing and cooking in World of Warcraft. I brought Joe in with me because World of Warcraft Classic is coming out. They're releasing it just as it was in 2006. I'm really excited for that. And I wanted to have real-life friends enjoy it with me. So basically what I did was I'm enabling Joe and causing him to be a World of Warcraft addict. You're an enabler, and I I hate you for it. I am. So this episode's probably going to be a little game-heavy because, honestly, that's all we've done this whole week is play WoW. Um, (laughs) But also, coincidentally, it ties into what we want to talk about in our main topic, which is little addictions and breaking bad habits. We're going to be talking about ways that you can cut out habits that you don't like. And this was actually brought on by someone who I met in World of Warcraft who may or may not listen to this. So shout out to you, Alec, because he said that he is addicted to soda. And I noticed that he definitely is because his profile picture on Discord is a bottle of Mountain Dew. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that, no. (laughs) It is. So we can uh, talk about ways to... Knock that off. But before we get into that, Joe, <laughs> besides World of Warcraft, what'd you do last week, man? Nothing, man. <laughs> That's, That's <about> it. it. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't start playing WoW until Thursday. Right. So I guess, I mean, we recorded Monday, so there was Tuesday and Wednesday in there. Yeah, what did we even do before WoW? What was life like before we played World of Warcraft? I don't remember at this point. It's all a big fuzzy blur. Me either. Uh, I don't think I did much of anything, to be honest. So yeah, my <laughs> last week has basically been WoW. Yeah. It's actually been so bad that I went to bed at 2 o'clock one night and 1 o'clock two or three other nights, and my sleep schedule is so thrown off right now. Uh, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I, I mean, I know we've talked this season about how I'm more of a night owl, uh, but lately, for like the last two weeks, actually, I mentioned it last on last week's episode that I've been sleeping more. Yeah. I've been going to bed. I've been in bed by like 9.30, 10 at the latest and falling asleep at that time. And then we started playing WoW, <laughs> and Friday night I was up till almost 3 a.m., and then Saturday night I was up till like 2 a.m. Holy cow. 
And yeah, so I'm back into late mode. Uh, mornings have been painful. Like mm-hmm. this this morning was horrible. I was in a horrible mood. <laughs> I'm kind of still in I messaged bad... you this morning. I was like, so was waking up as hard for you as it was for me or something like that? Where, you did? Well, it was either this that. morning or maybe it was Sunday. Okay. But yeah, I was I was a super grump this morning and I'd like to apologize to my wife <laughs> for just being mean. I'm still kind of like grumpy right now. Like I've been in a bad mood all day. Like things have just been making me angry. Like I uh, I got in my car to head out for work and realized my wallet was upstairs. Oh no. So I like slam the car door and walk in and slam the house door and I'm huffing up the stairs and I grab my wallet and I get in the car and leave without saying a word. Just made me angry. <laughs> I just want to play WoW. That's all I want to do. What's happening to us? What's happening, Jake? What have I done? I don't even want to finish this season. I don't even care anymore. Honestly, I just want to play WoW. <laughs> That's all I want to do. If we're not careful, we're easily going to screw over our summer plans of learning to code. We're going to do that. Don't you worry. I like coding. Uh, this week, I got to bring my PC over and get Or me it. here. I mean, it doesn't have to be you to me. I mean, kind of makes sense because my wife's desk has all the hardware and right. stuff to go. You just have to bring your tower. Um, but you got a TV here. I could just bring my my desktop, hook it up, and mouse and keyboard it from the couch. That wouldn't bother me either. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We just can't let ourselves uh, get too deep, man. We're already pretty deep. You sent a video over earlier about uh, this guy's reaction to playing classic and how he didn't think he was going to like it very much. And he sounds like he had a very similar mentality to me. Yeah. And he ended up enjoying it. So that's hope. that makes me hopeful that I'll enjoy Classic. Yeah. I actually find people's opinions who were on the other side. More valuable. Of anything, more valuable. Yeah. Because they're, A, they're just they're willing to admit. When, when they were wrong. When they're wrong. Or not necessarily wrong, because it's just like an opinion. You don't have, it's not really right or wrong. But they're more willing to change their stance. Right. And I feel like that holds more... Weight. Validity and weight, yeah. yeah. So I do want to say one more thing uh, before we move on. So we went to a barbecue that ended up being, after a couple hours, one of our friends was like, all right, so thanks for coming today. Uh, As some of you might know, this isn't just a barbecue. It's also our wedding day. And we were like, what? What? Holy crap. So then they were like, he was like, yeah, I'm going to get changed and we're going to start this off. And then it was just a quick thing. Uh, they had like a ribbon tying ceremony or whatever. And uh, that was it. And that is, if I do anything with a wedding that's not just like signing papers, that is exactly how I would want to do it because it is so cool. And, you know, you don't have to worry about the stress of groomsmen, bridesmaids, um bachelor party i know i'm in the vast minority who doesn't really care for one uh bachelorette party just just all those things that cost so much money there's such huge expenses um you just have a close a thing with close friends and family in the backyard i thought that was awesome yeah yeah and they looked great they did i saw pictures <gasps> before we move on to i assume song of the week yeah there's something I thought of today that I wanted to mention, I wanted to bring up. All right. So I've noticed this trend recently where it seems like people our age less and less have TVs in their bedroom. Really? So you I know, that? 
Yeah. So like you guys, you don't have a TV in your bedroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know Cody and Mona do not have a TV in their bedroom. And I was on Facebook today and I was scrolling through and I saw a friend that I haven't hung out with in years. I used to work with her when I worked back at Goodwill. Mm -hmm. But she took like a picture of herself lying in bed and it was like down at her feet because she wanted to take a picture of her cats laying on her legs. And I noticed that she didn't have a TV in her bedroom either. And I've noticed that more often than just that. That's just the most recent example that I can think of. So I'm curious, from the perspective of someone who doesn't have a TV in their bedroom, why? And well, I'll give you my perspective on why you should have one in your bedroom. Okay. Uh, well, my question is, before I even give you my real answer, is do you think it has more to do with the fact that right now people our age don't have a ton of money? Uh, well, okay, people my age probably have a ton of money. I'm behind the curve. I don't think but... <laughs> that's the case because TVs are cheaper than they've literally ever been. You can get a 32-inch TV at Walmart on Black Friday for less than 100 bucks. So I don't really think that money... Are they cheaper now? Absolutely, really? yes. If you okay. go back and look at flyers from like JCPenney and stuff like that, when tube TVs were a thing, you'd be spending a couple hundred for like an 18-inch color TV. Okay, well, another theory is that when you have kids, you will want a TV in your room because that's where you kind of want to go for alone time. Right now, Adrian and I, we don't have kids or like any other living responsibilities to worry about. So when right. we want to watch TV, why not watch it in the most comfortable, biggest room we have? But I would argue, though, that this is not the most comfortable room you have. I hate lying I mean, in bed and watching TV. It makes me feel like a fat old person. <laughs> Thanks for putting that image on me. <laughs> uh, you're wrong, though, because, well, that was my main argument, was that it's way more comfortable when you're in bed, and now you've called me a fat old person, so I guess I don't really have an argument here. Uh, I just I just thought it was curious that, like, I'm the only one I know of in my friend group that has a TV in their bedroom. Yeah. I don't know anyone else well, that does. I don't why know. Is Maybe it, we just why? have other priorities. Like... Uh, I haven't even considered getting a TV for the bedroom. In fact, I haven't even thought of it. Do you ever watch anything on your phone or no anything in bed? No. That's weird. Uh, well, in the morning. In the morning, if like on the weekend, I'm just kind of dozing, waking up, and I don't feel like going right to my computer right uh -huh. away to play World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, I will be, I don't know, maybe on Facebook for a minute, watch little videos that pop up. But I'm not going to be watching full-on videos. What about Adria? Do, do you know if she... Does she watch anything? Yeah, she'll watch probably more than I do. She listens to like ASMR and stuff in bed. And she'll watch some uh, like beauty YouTubers and stuff like that. But nothing... No series. No right. like Netflix or Hulu. Huh. Okay. Well, I was yeah. just curious about the opinion. Like It's the just habits. I mean... Maybe someday we will. Like I said, if we have kids, the kids are probably going to want a TV in their room because they get to play their own games and stuff like that. Did you ever have a TV in your bedroom yeah. as a kid growing up? from the time I was like five. So you can't say that it's like habits because obviously having a TV in your bedroom would have been ingrained in you well, as from being a kid. That was my space. When you're a kid, you only have your bedroom. You don't have the whole house. Okay, remember we're raised different ways. I, I have a feeling that you were raised with a much with much more freedom than I I had. No, no, I didn't have. I a couldn't just like use the TV. The TV's my dad's. 
Yeah, if it's I the had, same way. Yeah. Yeah, I had so, to ask. So exactly. So that's that's your space. If you want to do something, like play a game, then you go in your room and do it. I didn't have a TV in my bedroom. That sucks. Up until I was... Actually, I never did. Um, I My first experience with having like something like personal in my own bedroom was the first PC that I built mm-hmm. for myself. Um, I had an Xbox in my room, but there was, it wasn't hooked up to a TV. Like I'd take it out to the living room when I wanted to use it. So you, you would, <laughs> you would lug it around with yeah. you? Yeah. All right. It was a brick. It was, it was yeah. tough. It didn't break. So you didn't want to leave it in the <laughs> living room because you didn't want other people to use it? Is there that just what it was? wasn't really a space for it. Oh. <laughs> it was like a minimal entertainment stand. So I see what you're any, saying. Yeah, so I would just take it back to my bedroom when I was done with it. And right. I was only allowed to use it a few hours a day, if even. Oh, yeah. We, I so. remember talking about that way back in episode 10. Me and Tyler oh. had no limits. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You and Jake had... Like an hour a day, normally. Had like, yeah, an hour or two a day. Yeah. That would have drastically changed my entire life. <laughs> well. You want to repeat yourself for the listeners, Adrian? Yes, I will. What do, you, what do you not want our kids to have? Our children will not have a TV in their room. Okay. And... They will have a time limit on their video game. This is playing. serious. This is serious. Because and you know what I said? I said to her, I was like, you know, I'm going to be the, the fun parent then because as soon as, as soon as she's gone, I'm going to say, all right, kids, time to break out the game systems. Let's play. And what did you say? No, because you know what? We're going to be on what? the same page parenting Yeah, totally. Wise, totally. And you're going to respect me. Yeah, and you're going to respect my wishes too. It's healthy. You guys ready? This is this is what out. it's like to this is what it's like to have a healthy relationship. It's healthy for the kids to not just sit and melt their brains in front of a screen. I would argue that my brain is not melted, thank you very much. <laughs> I am fine with them playing video games, but they're not gonna sit there and play it all day. What if a good game comes out and they've been waiting for it and they're just like, Hey, I just wanna take a break and just play the heck out of this game all weekend. There could you know be what exceptions to the rule. I would say I was just going to yes. say that would be an exception. However, mm-hmm. I just I don't want socially You can say it. No, you can say she, her point is that I have really bad social anxiety and that's the reason I have it. And she has a good point. I think a TV in a room has to be I don't want to say earned. It's it's a privilege it's not a right no it's a right i remember growing up i was interested in sports and then every sport i tried i was bad at and uh i'm bringing this up because she was talking about kids playing outside i've always hated playing outside it's boring there's nothing to do you just walk outside and look when you go outside what is there to do what is there to do i used to ride my bike a lot I lived on my bike. I live in town. I don't want to go around my junky town on a bike. <laughs> you, dude, I did do that, where, though. Where did you live? You lived where your parents' house is now? Yeah. You you live right on the edge of town. Like, you could just go. Like, I didn't I would want just to. be gone. I would just ride off and find cool places to ride my bike and stuff like that. Nah. It wasn't fun. I just wanted to do the minimal I could to get back inside. So your mom would be like, you need to go outside and play. And you would go out there and just like be three feet from the door, just hanging out, waiting until the moment she says Basically, you can go back like, inside. Like just watching my watch. Like, has it been an hour yet? Like, I will formulating say, strategies for whatever game I was playing at the right. time. Right. I I will say that I'm glad 
to an extent that I had certain limits on video games. Yep. Uh, I think I it would have been fine if the if the limits were a little more lax. Like I was I was limited to like an hour a day, and. I don't know. I just, I feel like two or three hours in a day wouldn't be that harmful because I mean, you also have to think about what, you know, what you're doing as a kid does affect like what you'll be interested in, in the future. For sure. And my entire career in what I do for a living is based around computers computers and using them. So if I had been given a limit on that, I don't know that I'd be where I am today. Like, uh, I know I said I didn't have a TV or a game system in my room, but when I f- had my first PC, I built it from like a box of spare parts that someone was just going to throw away. Mm-hmm. So I, I put that computer together and I set it up in my room and I had no time limits on that. That's awesome. So because that was in my own room and that was something that I acquired and I put together and I had, I was able to use that whenever I wanted to. And I really attribute that to my love for computers because yep. I, I mean, if I didn't have that exposure, I don't think I'd be where I am. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I'm of the mindset where there's certain things that have bad stigmas, like playing video games for whatever reason. Even though people are accepting of it now, they're like, it's bad for you. It. I would argue right. that it's way better for you than sitting there watching Netflix for hours. Yeah, because at least your because brain you're interactive is... And yeah, thinking. your brain is interactive. Yeah. A good example of this, um, we've been talking about how I played, or how we both played WoW a lot this yeah. past weekend. I stayed up till, like I said, like 2, 2.30 Saturday night playing. Yep. I went to bed, got up in the morning, and the first thing I did was I went back and hopped on my yeah. computer and started playing again. <laughs> yep. And my wife was already up, and she, Michaela, she was on her computer watching something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And she, I, I, sit, I sit down on my computer and start playing, and she's like, really? You're going to play that again? I'm like, <laughs> really? You're going to watch Netflix again? <laughs> right, like right. She, felt, she went to bed the night before after having watched something on Netflix, got up and started watching it again. But somehow... It's somehow different because it's stereo- more socially exact, acceptable. Exactly. Like, stereotypically, or, you know, the stereotype is right. that that's okay, but video games are not. Right. Because video games to this day are still attributed to like nerds and losers. Right. I mean, it's come a long way. I mean, we've got an entire industry based around sharing your love for video games in a live format. It has Twitch. come a lot better, yeah. So it, we are getting there. But I mean, honestly, I think that that idea won't die until the generation that believes in it does. Yeah. I mean, I, I think our generation going forward are going to be the people who are like, yeah, video games are the same as anything else you would do. Yeah. So. I agree. There's also a lot of other things that have been like disproven over the years. Like I wasn't allowed to do more than an hour a day because my parents were convinced that it was going to make me need glasses and ruin my eyesight because oh, I was staring at yeah. a screen. And now we have numerous, many, many, many studies done that indicate that that's not the case. Yep. It doesn't, I it's mean. It's like it, a modern old wives' tale. Right. It might like induce stress. Like your eyes might be a little more strained, but it's not like it's permanently damaging them in a way that would cause you to need glasses. Right. So if I have a kid who, let's say, loves music and he wanted to mess around with music and create music or listen to music all day, right? honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Right. I would. I think I would uh, introduce other things just to see and, and talk to him or her about the importance of variety and, and looking at new things to see if you're interested from a variety of different walks of life but ultimately if something's a passion then 
stick with it, man. Yeah, I, I life's played... not about being the jack of all trades. Right. In fact, I, I think it's it's about finding what you love and what you're really into and doing something with it. Exactly. I uh, from the time I was like ten to probably fifteen or sixteen, I played a lot of guitar. That was something else I did yeah, in my spare yeah. time. Um, when I first got my guitar, my mom would keep track of how many hours a day I was playing and it was six plus hours every single day that I'd be on my guitar. Yeah. You said you like did that one summer, right? Uh, it was, it was definitely the first summer for sure, but it Mm -hmm. was multiple summers. Uh, I don't play much anymore and it's not because I don't enjoy it. Like I, I still like playing the guitar, but it just wasn't anything that had a lasting impression on me and was like something that I loved enough to continue doing. Right. Um, but computers and, you know, coding and that type of thing has not, that's not been the same. So I'm just saying all this to agree with what you were saying about finding something that you're passionate about and sticking with it. Absolutely. So without going further into this, clearly this could probably have been a topic. Yeah, I wasn't even planning on talking about it. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to song of the week. Right. You told me a little earlier that you had a pretty interesting one. Very interesting. But you like it a lot. I love it. let's go. So I'll get right into the title. It's called Joyful Thought by the artist is called Mom. And let me bring up the name of the person, Devi McCallion. And I'll have you listen to 30 seconds of it now. I'm super dizzy. I might be flying. I want to crawl under my covers and just stay there. I know it's weird to say you changed me, but things have been really hard for me lately. I don't need anything. Just when you talk to me, I can't believe anyone would ever be that nice to me. But would it be alright? Would it be okay? Would you be my joyful thought today? That was uh, interesting. I think it is wicked cool. I don't mind the beat. And I don't mind her like that's not really rapping. It's like it's like a sing song. Yeah, talking. Her actual singing though, I think she's tone deaf. But I think it's on purpose. You do. Yeah, I think she's aware of it. Okay. And it's just like she's aware that she's tone deaf. No, or she's aware that she's, she's trying to be. I don't think be. she's tone deaf. You think like, she's trying to sound? Yeah, like she because is. I listened okay. to a couple other songs. Yeah, and. She still has that style, yeah. but it's it's a little different. I think she was actually going for that okay. kind of off yep. vocal I thing. I liked it. I mean, yeah, it was different. <laughs> I think the beat was so cool. Just like the... Dun, 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 dun. And, and one thing that really makes me bring songs like this to Song of the Week is memorability. I mean, if I'm looking at my Discover Weekly and I listen to a ton of songs... Which, which I always do, most of them become generic. And we were kind of talking about generic songs earlier today. Right. And a song like that, you're going to remember because That's true. it's very different. Yeah. Sometimes it's for the worse. Right. This time it worked out. Yeah. But it was memorable. So that's why I brought that track. Nice choice. Yeah, thanks. How about you? My song of the week this week is by an artist named Sigrid. It's mine right now. And before I talk about it, I guess, let's just listen to 30 seconds of it. And I ruin the moment, cause I picture the end. But I don't want to go there, so I tell myself that, hey, 
So I discovered this chick through Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, last Friday, Carly Rae released a new album called Dedication, which is very good. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. I'll second that. She just does a really good job of very just powerful, like strong pop mm-hmm. that doesn't waver from track to track. They're all just as good, in my opinion. I like her in the same way that I like Mika. I think my Mika is your Carly Rae Jepsen. Probably. Where, like, that's where you go for your, like, really bubbly, powerful pop songs. Yeah. That you might not be 100% comfortable admitting you love. Uh, I don't really care what other people right. think, so we I'm fine talk- with admitting it. We already it. talked about that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was on Spotify. I had listened to Carly Rae's new album like five or six times in a row. Yep. And Spotify shows like related artists on the right. And the top one was Sigrid. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of her before. So I just clicked on her and I started listening through her album Sucker Punch. Yep. And I would say 75% of it are songs that I really, really, really enjoyed. There were a few misses on there for me. Maybe I couldn't tell because it was playing through a phone, but did it have that same power? Yes. A lot of, okay. That's yes, good. and that's good. Uh, there's a like a drum, not really a drum roll in the traditional sense that you'd think of, but kind of like there's a point in the song where the drum just kind of like falls. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds like it's I don't even know how to explain it. Like a drum set's it's, falling downstairs. Oh, so not even rhythmic. It's just it like, is it is rhythmic, but it's like I don't even know. Okay. You'll, you'll just have to listen to the song in better quality than right. through my phone speaker. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, but the it's just really good. And there's a lot of really good sounds on it. A lot like Carly Rae's music. So uh, it's another album I would recommend. All right. Well, I guess it's time to get to the main subject of this episode. And that is overcoming some sort of uh, bad habit or little addiction. I'm not talking about necessarily real heavy stuff. Uh, I'm talking things like we're talking about heavy quitting drug abuse, soda, suicide, um, maybe quitting physical coffee, abuse, quitting other liquids, uh, maybe even solids. Well, I had to do a little bit of research on this because this admittedly was something that at least I've been thinking of for a couple of days and I think Joe's only kind of known about it for a day. So we're thinking, um, man, have there ever been a time where we ourselves have overcome some sort of addiction. And I honestly don't think that I have. I I think there were points in my life where I drank soda like every day a lot. Sugar's an addiction. Yeah, but it's, um, but I don't know. It it just, I, I don't think there was ever a point in my life where I specifically stopped it because of the addiction. You know what I mean? Like I would go, I would diet because the end result would be to lose weight, not necessarily to kick an addiction. Right. That makes sense. But I can say um, a couple of times when I start dieting, especially uh, the iodine-free diet Yeah. that I've done twice now, Yeah. both times when I start those, the first two nights are torture. I have a headache and that does not go away with ibuprofen. And You're it's withdrawing, nuts. my dude. It's withdrawing straight up from, yeah. from sugar. Sugar and probably salt, to be yeah. honest. I know that I don't think salt's addictive, but it wouldn't surprise me if a sudden just like lack of salt on top of the fact that you're not getting sugar would contribute to oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. Did you think of anything um, that you could bring? <sighs> no. Oh, okay. 
I thought about that for a second. No, I thought about this quite a bit today. I mean, the closest thing would maybe be energy drinks didn't you no, used to drink some no of those? well i wasn't really addicted to them cuz i just yeah. stopped like it was just something i did I, which I squares think, well i don't think either of us have addictive personalities uh i do on some things and i think so then I why haven't you ever do. had an addiction we both do uh uh of certain things especially like games like right, if we, but if, if we i wanna... really love something we're going to just like it, keep going with it and, and delve so i mean you say you don't have addicting have addictive personality but listen if you play a game and then like the next day you play it all day go to sleep wake up and and go on it as soon as you wake up uh-huh i don't think that's an addiction i think that's enjoying something it's not a dependency i mean but it's I, still i don't know for example say you go on vacation right you go to florida Yep. Beautiful beaches down there. You spend all day on the beach. Go to sleep. Wake up the next day. You go back to the beach. Are you addicted to the beach? No. You just enjoy the beach. White girls might say hashtag addicted. <laughs> addicted to the sand. I'm addicted sand to the between beach. my toes. Day two. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that enjoying something for like short spurts of time is an addiction. Okay. If I wanted to stop playing World of Warcraft, honestly, I could. I could just. I don't right, think it's. Is addiction right, straight it. up dependency? Like yes. is, is oh, that definitely. equal? Oh yeah, for sure. All right. I think they go def I think they definitely go hand in hand. But like do you do you have to be dependent to be considered addicted to something? Yes. Okay. All right, that's if that's the angle we're going with, then I'm fine with that. I think I think there is something though that I'd say at this point 90% of Americans are addicted to. And they might not realize that it's an addiction, but it comes in the form of your smartphone. I bet if you asked pretty much anyone, if they could live for more than a week without their smartphone, the answer would be, I wouldn't want to do that. Right. Why would you? <laughs> exactly. Like It's brought a level of convenience to your life that nothing before it has. Right. I can pretty confidently say that. Drastically changed life. Like maybe electricity, <laughs> but like no smartphones. Yeah. No, seriously though. I mean- I know I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to go more than a week without my phone. I wouldn't want to go more than a day without my phone. Mm -hmm. I use my phone so much at work to just make it through the day. I don't even want to think about what work would be like without my smartphone. <laughs> so I think that's a, a type of <laughs> that addiction. That is such a weird thing to say. <laughs> well, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I listen to music on my phone yeah. all day at work, so I yeah. wouldn't have music. I would just be... Doing work. Doing work without Humming any... tunes. Oh, man, I couldn't. I couldn't. I I mean, and I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm saying that that's the form of addiction that it is. Like, people have come to rely on these things in different ways. Mm -hmm. For me, I use it as a crutch when I'm at work to distract me when I need to be distracted. For other people, it might be something they need to fall asleep at night when they're in bed. They can't go to sleep without scrolling through their phone first. For others, it might be an alarm to wake them up in the morning. It might be a schedule on their ca like a scheduling assistant for their calendar. Yeah, there's infinite different ways that it can be, you know, something that you've come to depend on, and I think that uh, that would be real hard for people to break out of. I think so. So let's talk about a couple of different ways that you might be able to break an addiction or break a habit. And we can talk about whether or not you agree with this, if it would work for you or not. Um, one point that I kept seeing on the several 
articles and a couple videos I watched uh, about this when I did some research was keeping yourself busy. That recurred a lot because most of the time, bad habits like uh, like chewing your fingernails or like eating a lot of snack food and drinking soda happens when you're stressed and bored. So if you find yourself eating a ton of snacks and drinking soda and stuff when you're sitting in front of the TV watching Netflix, perhaps remove yourself from that situation. Uh, if you usually sit down and watch TV for like two or three hours, do something a little different, maybe just one hour uh, to two hours so that you're not in the position to eat or drink in excess. So do you think, what do you think about that in general? Nice. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> now basic. I, I don't, maybe this is a point that you have written down that we haven't gotten to yet. Mm -hmm. I think uh, going further than just doing something less or not putting yourself in that situation, I think would be replacing it with something else. Yeah, it is in there. It is. It is. So yeah. like if you sit and watch Netflix and eat a lot of junk food, maybe instead whenever you watch Netflix, you're on a treadmill or something like that. Instead, like replace it with something different, something else that doesn't allow you to indulge or, you know, partake in your quote unquote addiction. Yeah. Even if it's something as small as say you have a whole bag of Reese's Thins right next to you as you're watching TV. I know that's really, um, very specific, specific. Jake. And I don't know why I would possibly huh. think that instead of doing that, just like bring a couple with you. Instead of a whole bag? I have been, well, for the last couple months now, I know I mentioned it quite a few episodes ago now, been trying to diet and lose weight, mm -hmm. kind of failing recently. But I still eat healthy at lunch every day. I eat a salad basically every single day for work. You didn't try the new food truck? Uh, I'm going to Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so I do break, you know, there are exceptions to the yeah. rule as with anything. But when I pack my lunch in the morning, I'm so tempted every morning to throw in some chips or throw in something that's calorically dense without filling me. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I decide in the morning, because it doesn't really matter to me then when I'm making my lunch. It's like, it's an easier choice then. I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I just won't pack any chips. Mm -hmm. When I get to lunch, I hate myself, because I'm like, why didn't I give myself anything to munch on that's a while great, I'm watching Game of Thrones? That's a great example of past you making better decisions for future you. Exactly. And there's yeah. nothing I can do about it when I'm at my desk already. Like, I've got my lunch there, and there's no chips like yeah. what i can't eat any that i don't have cuz you passed me <laughs> pretty much yeah um another thing that i saw that we kind of have talked about before with the whole uh no zero days series we had was not doing things alone finding someone else to support you maybe someone who's going through the same exact thing like pair up with a buddy uh i know that when I try to lose weight and you try to lose weight, it'll convince other of our friends to lose weight because they're seeing us do it. And so if we were to like get a group going on some sort of like my fitness pal or something to, right. to track our steps or, you know, things like that, it makes it easier because it provides some sort of like competitiveness to it and it keeps yeah. you accountable. If we got a group of friends together to track, starve to, to track steps, I would have to be in first place for that. How? And 
I would just walk. You'd stand dude. in place I would, at your standing desk at Yeah. Work. I mean, I would do everything in my power to be ahead yeah. of specifically one person who's probably mm. listening. You could probably who, guess who it who is. is <laughs> but that's only because I know he would be just as competitive as yeah. me and would have to be in first. So that's what it would come down to. I think but, if we do that, I would try to be first just to be the underdog. You'd be like, whoa, Jake's in the lead? Jake's winning? <laughs> if he's winning, we've got no chance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So do you have anything else? Yeah, probably one more thing uh, is that I found really interesting was uh, I wrote down visualize your life and how you would feel without the habit and, and remembering that everyone fails. So this really does go back to no more zero days. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you fail, just remember that it means you are a human and really uh, success stories come from people who are able to pick themselves up and brush things off. Uh, what happens is when people take failures to heart is they don't hit, hit their goals. And that's right. exactly why that point is is great for breaking an addiction. These are all pretty self-explanatory without much to say. Yeah, not really. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's hard for us, too, because we're coming from a place where neither of us have really ever had a serious addiction. There right. are people out there who have struggled with a lot of things, and I'm sure if they were listening to this, which <laughs> we know they're not, <laughs> they would be thinking, like, th those things don't work. And I guess we can't really argue with that because <laughs> we don't know. Right, yeah. I mean, I thought there would be more to say about these type of things, but I also don't want to get too deep into things we've already discussed. Right. So, so the last thing that we're going to mention before we wrap this episode up riveting as it's been is, uh, so you mentioned that addiction can be caused by stress. Yeah. Just stress like, and boredom. Yeah. Stress and boredom. So, I mean, the obvious answer to that would be figure out uh, we have we actually have an episode of our show called five ways to reduce stress go listen to that episode uh -huh. and it will solve all your life problems yeah so i guess that pretty much wraps it up i mean yeah <laughs> there's not much more to say to it than that i mean we're not done recording yet thank you the world needs to be quiet if you've got something in your life that stresses you out maybe find some ways to you know fix that if it's your job that stresses you out listen to music at work if that's a if that's an option you know mm -hmm. do something to maybe alleviate the stress in a way that causes you to succumb to your addiction less frequently or suck it up and find a new job or suck it up and find a new job turn your life around do something different have you been hesitating have you been questioning your job have you been questioning your self-worth and whether or not what you're doing is what you want to do for the rest of your life if that sounds like sounds you really specific. <laughs> if that sounds like you quit your job <laughs> just tomorrow morning just quit it, man. go in say to your boss i'm done with this place i'm never coming back and you turn around and you leave that's right and, and you say i'm doing this because the jake and joe show told me to specifically those two boys yep and it might not work itself out you might find yourself living in an alleyway a couple months from now because you can't afford rent anymore but as long as you're listening to this show but as long as you've reduced stress it, specifically right it was the right move Yep, and you broke that old habit and you probably developed some more serious ones. So, moral of the episode, moral of the story, go live in a dumpster. Do it. That'll make you happy. <laughs> yeah, if it makes you happy, 
But you know what would make me happy right now, Jake? What's that? It's if you could give us a wise word. Oh, okay. You know, I gotta say, this is the first time where I haven't really had one come right to mind. Besides, I that think you've first said one. that before, though. Have I? Yeah, you've oh. said that before. Hmm. So, tryptophobia. Tryptophobia. What's that? Oh, tripophobia. Tripophobia is the fear of clustered small holes. Yep. It's a subreddit. Yeah, sure is. R slash tripophobia. Look it up. All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up. This has been episode seventy-seven. We'll see you back here next week. Episode 78, 79, 80. And we're done. Three more. Hope you've enjoyed this ride. I know I have. Off to play some well. Later. <laughs> see ya.